Gotcha. Oh, so that's a good shot to do that first. Uh, oh. Uh, do we lose here? This. <laughs> It's not. It's not camp. It's not camp. She was doing. Okay. It's not me. I'm doing my task. Either either JP is totally lying. Oh, because I saw AG walk right by the body and Wait, not report it. I didn't see the body. I didn't see the body. If you don't see it, there's also a report thing. It, yeah, the report thing should have flashed oh, up. Like I report is know. huge. Report would be huge on the on the bottom right. I don't uh, know. Either JP's playing me. Okay. Oh gosh. I promise it's not me. I want to say it's. It's not. It's not it's camp. Not it's not camp. It's not me because I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Cam's doing storage. Scam was doing storage trash. I was there. I don't. I. I okay. I, don't. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't see the body. Where was the body? Okay, who do you think it is? Right next to the med bay door, like the one you walked right through. <laughs> the door you walked right through. I didn't see it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you vote for me, then I didn't see it. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't yeah. see it. JP, did you play me? Just doing the task. JP, you played me, didn't you? JP, you played me. What? No, I didn't. It wasn't me. Which which of you coaches isn't done with your tasks? <laughs> it's me. I'm sorry. I hate you, JP. Play me. Welcome to Truly Universal, the podcast where we discuss all things Catholic in another universe. I'm Matt, and I'm taking the helm as captain of the spaceship today, and I'd like to introduce our four colorful clad crewmates joining us for this discussion. We have imposters don't have an E in it, but I do, Rens. What up, what up? We have, what does cyan mean, JP Mapa. I swear it's not me. We have, don't vote on seven, deadly sins, that is, Father Raj. Jesus is among us. And finally, we have, red is sus, my brother, Mark. Imposter! And right now, I've called this emergency meeting because there's a phenomenon among us. Specifically, Among Us itself. Now, to those who don't know, Among Us is an online multiplayer social deduction video game available free to play on Android and iOS. Well, $5 if you buy it on Steam. I don't know why you have to buy it on Steam, but we're going to ignore that. And it's a modern take on the whodunit formula of games like Mafia and Werewolf. And it's where a group of players called crewmates bumble about performing various tasks to maintain and repair their spaceship on its return trip home. While another group of players called the imposters are sneaking around trying to kill all the crewmates without being discovered. When a body is found or someone is acting suspicious, crewmates can call a meeting in order to share information to figure out who the imposters are. And in a survivor-style mob vote, they can attempt to vote imposters off the spaceship. The game ends when either all of the crewmates finish all of their tasks, ensuring a safe arrival home, they successfully eject all of the imposters off the ship, or the imposter kills enough of the crewmen to ensure victory. And while the game has been 
it was actually originally released in 2018, but I guess it recently, just in mid-2020, gained popularity. And as of this recording, it is the number one watched video game on Steam. Or not on Steam, sorry, on Twitch. And it is also a fan favorite of video games among our Urban Picks crew and our ministry friends. But I want to ask you guys today, uh, tell me, what is your guys' experience playing Inner Sloss Among Us? And what are your, some of your favorite aspects of the game? And what have been some of your favorite stories from playing it? Like, I know we all had a chance to play a few games, like, a f- couple weeks ago, and actually right before this recording. So tell me. Uh, first, let's hear from Father Ash. Yeah, I mean, I, I always enjoy any game where you can be in the presence of other folks, even if that's just digitally, where you can, um, uh, there's some kind of aspect of cooperation and community. So I, I enjoy this game, right? Like, I always like when you're, you know, video games when you're doing cooperative things. And so in, in some sense, um, you know, a good chunk of the time, you're, you're, teammates, crewmates, and uh, you're trying to finish a task. So I think there's something um, uh, fun about that. And But it's also, it provides for like a bunch of hilarious moments, a bunch of uh, memorable moments. So I think I think games like that just really encourage our, um, as crazy as it is to think about, okay, well, this is a game about killing and deceiving and all that stuff. Um, you can still find like authentic fellowship uh, among <laughs> us, <laughs> right? Amen. Uh, so, Amen. Uh, well, I don't know how many times I'm going to say "Among Us." I'm just going to in this in this episode. I'm just going to default to that. Have like, should have like a counter, like ding, like ding. add that in. There you go. Ethan, give Ethan us a can counter. you like add a ding every time we say "Among Us"? Yeah. In terms of memories, I mean, this. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's just some. There's a lot that I could come up with and um, funny people, people's funny excuses. JP deceiving me from the very beginning and I'm like going along yeah. with the whole ride like for like four rounds. <laughs> oh, Painful. goodness. Painful. But no, it's, it, it, it's good times. How about you, JP, since he was talking about his experience with you? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Uh, like, Your experience like father... of betraying a priest? Is that? Is that... <laughs> we'll get to that later. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But um, yeah, this game, like, yeah, it brings me back to when we used to play Mafia with a bunch of folks, and it reminds me of board games that we don't get to play anymore because of the situation Mm -hmm. we're in. Um, It's just a good way to, it's just fellowship, and I mean, it's it's just fun, like trying to convince people, like if you're to, to to convince people that you're not the killer, or if and convincing people that someone else is the killer it's it's a it's just a fun mind game to play with people and we're and yeah we're all friends here so it's just like there's no like animosity between everyone when you're just trying to play the game oh there's um, plenty of animosity like if mean, wins i want to kill him next <laughs> turn <laughs> the feeling is mutual yeah, and, and jp i think you're the you're the classic um person to uh to have animosity because you know you you take vengeance over That's it, so true. you remember if people betray you, and uh, you you remember you you hold on to it. Yeah. Sorry, that was a hypothetical example, but the real example is when we played with our Urbings Picks crew. Uh, Ethan was, or I was the imposter first, and then I killed Ethan. So the next game, when Ethan was the imposter, he killed me immediately. Like he stopped me. But <laughs> yeah. continue, JP. But yeah, I mean, like in terms of that, like like after the game, out there, there's. 
There aren't any hard feelings. Now I'm questioning that, considering what we just heard. No <laughs> um, so, lasting grudges. Yeah. Well, I think it's different if we're, if you're playing with friends and people that or people that you at least know, and you can see each other too, and you can see that it's a game. But like, I think I, you know, you hear stories you see on Reddit, like, oh gosh, folks are taking this mm-hmm. really seriously with one another, like you know, saying mean things to one another. I know it's someone. It's almost like. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. It's almost like its own little universe where when you when you log in, it's like, oh, I remembered last time you killed me eight different times, so I'm gonna hold that. But then as soon multiverse as you theory. the game, you're back in the real world universe, and guys are it friends, all buddy buddy, right? Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Why don't you go ahead, my. Uh, my brother, Koya, just because, like, I, I know that you and I and Rens, particularly, I feel like we've had memories of playing a lot of Mafia sessions, doing yes. stuff with, like, FCJ and stuff, but yes. with our ministry group, but... But, uh, yeah, so Mafia is, like, a favorite game of mine. We've played it so much with various different ministries, even in college, just, like, hanging out, um... And it was it's it's such a fun experience of being able to like figure out who the killer is. But then I think I've had so much time, so much so much fun being the narrator and watching how things play out. Um, you get that similar experience when you're the ghost and you you know who the killer is, so you're following them around. And you see it like so you're thinking in your head like, no, don't go, don't go into that corner. He's right there. It's like a horror movie. So- or something. Um, my first experience was playing with you and um, with Matt's yeah, his high school friends. And the first round, I was the killer. Like the first time I was playing (laughs) it, so I was really confused. (laughs) But I was starting to get the hang of stuff. I ended up playing, uh, like playing that round killing off a couple people and reporting my own kills, trying to pretend like, oh, I didn't do anything. <laughs> we call that a noob tactic. Yes, it was a very noob tactic. I, I was doing so well until I didn't look in my peripheral vision and saw like three people like in the same room. I killed them and then it was like, <laughs> we had the emergency meeting and it was really awkward. Caught, it's like, oh. caught, caught red-handed, Mark. <laughs> I didn't yeah. do it. Sus. <laughs> if, if if I can, it reminds you know part of my favorite stories. Uh, actually, playing with with my my wife and you guys uh, last week, and you know she doesn't really play a lot of video games, and you know it's it, one thing that I love about Among Us. It's really easy to get into, even if you've never played video games before. And yeah. I remember, she, you know, she hates being imposter. Like she, th- she's not good at lying, which is which is a blessing. You know, it's great. She's not good at being like deceitful. But the, you know, every time she's imposter, it's just it doesn't go well for her. And so this one game, I remember like she was, imp- I you know we're playing in the same room, but everyone else is on Zoom, and um, you know I I didn't know she was imposter, and then I you know I did my task, and I think it was another person with me, and I can't remember who it was, and then we turned the corner, and my my wife loves the color yellow, so she's really bright in the game, and literally you see her as yellow, like start to go away, and then she notices us. And then walks toward us and then reports the body. And then audibly, I just hear next to me go, oh, no. And I'm like, that's the most <laughs> suspicious oh, no, I've, I've heard. And I had, to, I, had to, I had to turn on my wife and tell you, you're the imposter. You know, we're still married, so it's all good. It's okay. 
I think part of the reason what makes this game enjoyable is like I feel like we've all had experience playing social deduction games before, and like this is just like another way to kind of experience that same kind of gameplay. But like now that we're in like in quarantine and stuff like that, like it's a way to do it like without borders. Like you could hop on, play with some randoms, or you could play with your friends over Zoom and have a good time. Yeah, but, yeah. Jumping also, off. Oh, go it's ahead. also really surprising that there's so many people on Twitch that's streaming this game right now. Yeah. Like, just the other day, we were, I was just flipping through YouTube and I saw Rooster Teeth, one of these like media companies that I've used to watch ever since high school. They're streaming them playing Among Us, and yeah. it was like. Dang, everyone's getting on, on this hype. <laughs> well, let's tackle that. I'm going to reorder things a little bit because it's like jumping off of what my brother's talking about. But why do each of you think that this game has spiked in popularity right now? Because this game was released two years ago, and it's only been trending as of this year. Uh, how about Rents? What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah. I think we've talked about this too a couple weeks ago. And I think a combination of, like you mentioned, COVID happening. So like things that are super popular uh, and like, distance and you can do digitally are are kind of catching wave uh twitch streamers i think that was a big one um you know a lot of people watch twitch for like the big games you know like call of duty league of legends you know fortnite all that kind of stuff and then a bunch of twitch streamers like switched over and they're like oh yeah um i think it's as accessible like i talked about earlier like what i love about it is like people who don't really play video games as jb said don't play like social deduction games like board games ever um, they can jump into like Among Us and it's free on mobile and it's, it's great. And it's like a great experience. You can, the learning curve isn't that high. Um, and then, yeah, I think that, that contributes to it and it just kind of kicked off, you know? Yeah. Uh, JP, Father Raj, do either of you have anything to add? Yeah, I would just say that I, th- I think, uh, just to add on to what Wrench was saying, um, folks have the tools now, right? So like folks have been, um, uh, trained over the last, for lack of a kind of a better word or phrase, folks have been trained how to use Discord and and Zoom over the last several months, right? And um, so the, lots of folks, you know, that's how they're connecting with 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 one another. And it's just, I think it's more natural now to be like, oh hey, yeah, we're, I, you want to try this thing together digitally that that works. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, maybe they were tired of playing Pictionary, they were tired of playing other stuff. But whereas, like, you know. Um, two years ago when it was released you didn't have that like fundamental thing that allows people to play from a distance right and and whereas now you can hop on a zoom call and you can like talk to folks and like you know do the mafia the more mafia-esque kind of feel to it where you can have discussions and you can be animated and you can act and you can whatever make up stories all that stuff you couldn't do that just simply in the chat box on the app two years ago right and so I think the the foundation of having these tools with more folks using them and then it's just it just naturally grows when you're like, Okay, well we did Pictionary last week, we did um, you know, some other games last week, but hey, have you guys tried Among Us? It's free. I think that's yeah. easy. Yep. The accessibility makes it super super easy. And then and then it's super memeable, right? So people are oh, yeah. you know, on, <laughs> yeah. on Reddit and mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's just funny memes or comic strips or all that stuff that get posted around and people are like Oh well, why is everybody using the word "sus" now? And so you look it up, and then you're like, okay, well, I'm interested. <laughs> or yeah. why are people questioning what cyan means? Yeah. <laughs> or as a graphic a... designer, this hurts me. <laughs> 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 what are you talking? Like... Why do you question the 
the popularity of such an amazing color as cyan. <laughs> yeah, or like electric. Yeah, we've, like... we've mentioned like the comparisons to Mafia before, and I guess like coming from like board game backgrounds, like I have memories from like everyone in this group of playing like board games <laughs> with like groups of people and playing social deduction games like this. But like, I guess what do we think makes these social deduction games enjoyable, like Mafia, Resistance, Two Rooms in a Boom, is Secret that what it's called? Hitler <laughs> is another. Werewolves. Yeah, werewolves, all those kinds of games. I guess, like, what's the appeal? Hail Why Hydra. should you play Sorry. one of these games if Hydra. you've never played these games before? Well, for people who are, like, who are into shows like Elementary or Sherlock or Lucifer, those kinds of, like, detective stories, it, it ends up... It, it it's a way for them to participate instead of just trying to figure uh, trying to watch passively what's the story going on who the killer is they're actually part of that story now and it gets them immersed into something that's exciting because there's literally a mystery involved <laughs> and there's a there's a joy in being able to discover something yeah and and to add to that I think you know like we mentioned I'm, I'm a huge fan of social deduction games um, because you know. Like, uh, was it Betrayal on the House on Hill? I keep messing up that name. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that one. Betrayal uh, on the House on Hill. One of my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> oh, one man, Night that Werewolf. Game's so good. <laughs> all these things that, uh, you know, are great. Um, and I think another aspect that, um, one, social deduction, it's kind of an underrated kind of genre of games and, and video games. It's like one that, you know, if you played Mafia, you kind of know of, but usually, you know, you're more of the traditional, traditional video games and board games. But uh, I think another aspect that I really really think is popular is that you get passionate because mm-hmm. you kind of this idea of truth right you know you're not the imposter and you know for a fact that you're not that and then someone says you're an imposter someone says sus <laughs> you get heated like this Especially is right you know, we when talk- they have beef from you from previous games yeah <laughs> you know and uh there's something about that. and then the revenge aspect we talk about is real like you hold on to that you're not supposed to carry that into the next game but we're human so it's well, like we do the- that gets and then again the memeable part like that rage is relatable like you trying to defend yourself and then you know trying to prove that you're not the imposter when everyone thinks you are um it, it's just a very you get you get passionate because it's, it's a truth that you hold on to that people are i'm gonna take it um to maybe the first social deduction game that any of us learned heads up seven up right like oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you're right we think about like okay well you know there, there's a joy in um in uh in competition in in like trying to figure something out like i i think uh um matt was mentioning it earlier right like using our mind and, and and there's there's a creativity and then there's but there's also a competition aspect of it and um you know you want to um you want to use your your gifts, even though it's just a game. You want to use your gifts, and you want to be excellent. And I think I don't know. I, I think I remember thinking. I, th- I was thinking about this earlier. There is just a thrill of like of of not getting caught, and I don't know what that you know if that that goes back to original sin and and all that. Um, but um, you know when they start, you know, I remember as a little kid, they're they're trying to sus- be suspicious of somebody else. You're like, okay, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's not me. I'm clean. <laughs> Dude. Heads up, seven up. Heads up, seven I up. I didn't even think of it that way. That heads up, seven up is exactly in that genre. <laughs> that is I true. was horrible at that game. <laughs> Me I was, too. Oh my gosh, I was always the one who was like easy to tell who it is. <laughs> yeah, and like you said, like I remembered having like 
talk about meta right like in- increasing your game like the meta in seven up was like oh yeah like i heard heavy footsteps and that person is probably this one who's taller or like i peeked a little bit i saw someone's shoes and you know all that kind of oh, stuff they, they, you were, think about they were like, wearing a windbreaker and i could hear the uh, uh, the anorak like roughly yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, it's... or it's that person who has cold hands anytime you try oh, to high five yeah. <laughs> Rens reminded me because he mentioned meta i love thinking because like when you're playing with a group of people for a while like the meta changes and evolves mm-hmm. with the people that you're playing especially if you're playing for a long period of time because like i mentioned earlier that what i considered a noob tactic like a newbie tactic is to kill someone and then self-report but then sometimes if you're playing with a group of people that you've been playing for like hours sometimes they don't even consider that because like i i played a game with my high school friends and we were playing for hours and then i finally killed someone and then i self-reported because i was like oh i'm gonna use reverse psychology everyone's gonna think that I, it wasn't me because no one would be that stupid to do self <laughs> this late in the game. And guess what? I got away scot free with it. Yep. Meta. So, That's an important part of, of video games, board games. But yeah, like I mean, we talked about earlier, like playing with a group of friends versus playing on the internet. I've actually mm-hmm. never played on the internet. I, I just already know, like, I will not have an enjoyable experience because with a group of friends, I can use some sort of logic and some sort of rhetoric and some sort of like explanation, like oh, okay, that makes sense. But in I, I just know in the re- like online world with anonymous people, it's a whole different game. Like, like flame you said. wars everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you guys played online with people like randos, random? I have. How was that? How was your experience? It is bad because one, <laughs> with the way the game is played, it's it's funner to play with when you have cameras and so you can see each other. Like when you explain stuff on when you play online with randos, it's you just type. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's you don't really get that experience of like making a good argument. Like you can't really say, "Well, I saw this person here." It's really hard. People like vote right from the beginning on their gut, and then and then you add it on the mm-hmm. other element. You like really you really don't know who you're playing with, right? So it could be like some, you know, some twelve year old who's just like, "I don't like the color." You know, purple. <laughs> I don't like the color cyan. <laughs> yeah, I, and, you know what. I have friends like that we've played with that are like that. Yeah, but, so. but, but, <laughs> that happens today. Yeah, my different. brother was just like, I pick reds. But what you get into that, Rance, I think is, I mean, this is, I, I don't know if we're getting too deep, too fast in this episode, but like, wait, what you're getting to, Rance, about like, you know, playing with friends, it's different because you have a relationship, right? Like, and and when you have a relationship with folks, then, you know, you you're... You are willing to allow them uh, to say something that maybe you wouldn't be, you know, allow because there's a relationship. There's 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 memory, there's trust, there's um, connection, and and the game's just not as enjoyable when you really don't know who you're who you're with. Um, yeah, I don't know. And the yeah, and, but the wounds also cut deeper though if you know them. Thanks, Mark. Still mad. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes the wounds will cut deeper when you're dealing with randos because then you feel like you, you don't know me. You don't even know me. Uh, I mean, that's Mark. the feeling I get from Reddit all the time. Anytime I try to like post on stuff. Uh, wow. Talk about deeper. Like that's kind of just in general, like internet, right? Like keyboard warriors is a common thing. Like you're faceless. You don't know someone, so you talk in a way that you know just doesn't doesn't match. You, you know, put I, on I your own in... persona. 
And yeah. it's totally different from who you are in real life. <laughs> I think we're getting really deep in the woods, right? <laughs> yeah, sorry. We can sorry. have another well, episode on the universe of Reddit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. JP, is there anything else you want to add about social deduction games? No, I mean, everyone, everyone pretty much uh, said what I wanted to say. I mean, it's... It's a social deduction is like a, it's like it flexes a part of the mind that I don't use on a regular basis. Mm, pretty much. Like, what do you mean you don't, don't go out solving murders just for fun? Yeah, I don't, <laughs> you don't, I don't do that for fun. You age Sherlock. Uh, that weird. Yeah, I don't do that for fun, but it's just like it's just you know, it's just nice thinking outside the box when you're when you're stuck in the in a world where you, you already do A to B, B to C, you, you don't get to do anything else around what your your, your normal quote unquote normal life. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You don't shoot asteroids in your job either. Nope. I don't. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. I wish. You're not an electrician connecting wires. I don't have to I wait know. 17 days to that, download data. That height that needs to be required to go to space. I don't have the physique or the physical training, but you know, I'm in the height sweet spot. So you know, it's possible. <laughs> height is like what three foot ten according to the game. <laughs> oh, not not for to be one of them, but to be an astronaut. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, let's 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 start immersing ourselves into the game, just like we've been doing with the past couple of sentences. Um, well, actually, before we do that, let's ask this question because it's a question that me and my brother came up with, and I thought it was funny when we first thought it up because I think it's a valid question. So, jumping into the Catholic side of things, let's uh, ask this: Is it a sin to lie within the context of a game that encourages slash permits deception? Mm. This will drastically change the way I look at this game. It will, will it? That was a lie. That was a lie. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how deep you guys want to get. I mean, I can just tell you that that um, I think most most moral theologians will probably tell you that it, it's it's okay to lie in this game because it's not you know by definition a lie. You step into. I guess I'll just I'll just riff now, real quick. Uh, um, so. Um, you know, there's a few different definitions of lying, and maybe I won't get into too much, but it always comes with this notion of um, of deception. But I think when you enter into a game, you enter into a world that a game is played in, then you um, kind of step into a new set of rules where you're willing to accept deception, where the, where every party is willing to accept deception because um, it's it's part of the game. It's part of the fun of the game. So, like, you know... In in Uno or poker or even Monopoly, you you don't want other folks to know what you have, and so you bluff and and one that. that's a that's a form of deception. But but it, it's not. Um, I, I guess I read to to read what some other folks might have said about it. It's like you're not telling a lie outright. You are basically um, inviting the other people to say, well. Is this statement I'm about to say, is it true or not true? Because that's the game, right? So, like, when I say, um, you know, I'm allowing you, because we know how the game is going to work, I'm allowing you to, 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 to hear me say that, well, I saw JP in, in uh, you know, the cafeteria leaving the dead body. Is it um, – I'm really presenting that as, okay, this is a piece in the game. Do you want to receive it as true or not true? And so then, you know, it's not it's – not, by definition, a lie, right? Um, it's yeah, not. Yeah. yeah to add, Go ahead. Yeah, Tad. I think kind of for me, it's also the separation of the implication. Like, what are, what are the lasting ramifications of of this deceit? And I think that's where we also like reverse. Like, <laughs> random story. When we first played with my wife, I get really competitive. If, you, if uh, people don't know on like we anything, 
Okay. <laughs> what? You do? I didn't know that. What do you um, know? And so, like, when, when my wife and play, my wife and I play, like, I remember getting really heated and, like, I really didn't know, like, if she was an imposter or, or something like that or, or something. And then I said, on our marriage covenant is, are you lying oh to me? And something like that. <laughs> And then, like, I was just heated. And then, Amber, you know, Amber got, like, super mad. Like, you can't bring that into the game. And then, you know, kind of like you were saying, Raj, like, there's this, you know, separation of, like, this lying is within the game. Yeah, Same you're, thing you're stepping you into a different these... world, right? And you, it's not fair to bring real important things <laughs> yeah. from outside of that into yeah, the world, right? Yeah, rents. Yeah. Sorry, I just got married, like, four months ago, right? I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm sorry. From what I understand, we are consenting to this to this decision. Wait, wait, I'm not consenting <laughs> to anything Rance just said. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not talking about this, but I'm saying in the context, like let's say if I'm playing Among Us and me and my friends agree we're playing Among Us, I am like consenting to this deception because we all know it's going to happen. Yeah, I guess it's it's you're you're it's a different set of rules because again, as Rance was saying, implications, right? Like it's not, yeah. you're not deceiving to make somebody believe an untruth. You are <laughs> deceiving as part of a game. Right. And it, it, and when you close the game, it doesn't affect anything anymore. Right. Like in terms of what, what's, it true, know, what's true and what's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are other now, things, there are other things that can, there are other things that can carry out and that, that can be sinful and dangerous, right? If you start saying mean yeah. things or if you bully people in the game or if you, those things, those are sinful within the context of game cheating. I think um, more or less we'll talk about cheating within a game is, um, is sinful, but in a game where you're meant to bluff with one another, you're holding it up as 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 you know just another tool in the game. So so hypothetical here, um, and it could be any game, but but let's say Among Us. If you notice someone's like starting to take things personally, right? Like they're bringing that deceit and lies into into their person. So is the onus on the person to remove themselves from that situation? In the game is the onus on everyone else to adjust or? Is it like you just kind of, you know, obviously not black and white, but you just kind of yeah, go on and figure it out? And it could be a personal take. You know, it doesn't have to be definitive. Kind of like a both and. It can't if you if you if you're the one who's exhibiting those hateful feelings toward other people, like you're you're just so salty after someone just accuses you of. Of being the imposter, even though you had no, there's no reason to suspect them at all. You yourself ha still have to put your own emotions in check if you're realizing that it's starting to affect your relationship outside of the universe of the game. Sorry, Rens just changed his screen name to from still salty at Mark, and he's changed his name to I forgive Mark now. <laughs> None of you guys can see that on the podcast. <laughs> But yes, I, I the other understand. people have to recognize. Oh, it's my bad for for causing these things to to let the game affect our relationship. So we gotta like tone it down a bit. See, we could take Amen. good things away from this game. We could, could take redemption, forgiveness, <laughs> forgiveness. <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, Here's another question. Okay, in the game, like the lore of the game, from what I discovered recently, is that uh, in the game, the imposter is controlled by a parasite, like an alien parasite, to undermine the crew's mission and kill them off. So let's ask this. Knowing this information, is the imposter morally culpable for his or her actions? And I'll let anyone 
interpret this in any way they want, either just purely from a story perspective or even from a gameplay perspective. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think if it's a parasite controlling your mind, you're not mentally there to control your own body. But so in that case, I don't think the imposter that the person themselves is is morally uh culpable it's more of the parasite you know this reminds me of we talked about uh what do you call it on the zombie episode episode one if you haven't listened to it go listen to it shameless plug but (laughs) we talked about like the idea of being like uh, my brother talked about in resident evil 4 las plagas it's like a parasite it's like the exact same thing where it controls the actions of these zombie like characters in resident evil or like we talked about being a zombie like in 28 days later it's like being angry hungry drunk (laughs) but like you're not in full control of your actions but at the same time like you can't be held morally culpable for those actions because they're not your choices they're choices of something taking influence of you but the question i ask is what if we what if we're looking at from a gameplay perspective what if because you're making the choices actively as a as a player does that change anything i mean i mean in in that sense you're the parasite you're not you're you're not you're not the spaceman you are the parasite oh wait my mind is blown if you have willful action then you have willful action yeah so exactly what what jp is saying right like if you're taking willful action you're, you're culpable for it so if we are the ones who are making the choices for the character in the game then totally we we are culpable for those choices because we are making the choices but but i mean just to kind of make it clear with the catechism if if um you know if we are ignorant of our actions if we're under duress or if we're being influenced by fear habit inordinate attachments or other psychological or social factors it can um either diminish or even nullify our, our culpability or responsibility for for things we do right and so um if we are psychologically taken over by a parasite then then we're not culpable um, but if we are the parasite, as JP said, <laughs> yes. then we're definitely culpable, right? So I think, um, I, I mean, for me, I think that's a, a pretty clear thing. If somebody's forcing you to do it, then you're not culpable. What happens if, if it's like, if, ven- you know, venom, where it's like a like an influence, like a cycle? Like yeah. So yeah. Then, mm-hmm. So then, the, the, I mean, the catechism's definition is clear there too. It's so it can be diminished, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as far as you have a will that's not impaired then you have a responsibility for the the choices you make, right? So um, it may be diminished, your culpability or responsibility, imputability, I think, is the, is another phrase that the, the catechism uses. But So, yeah, if, if it's a symbiote or, like, they're trying to influence you, then maybe you have a little bit of a choice, and then you're going to be responsible for that. But it may be so diminished to, like, a you know, uh, it's not as grave, your, your yeah. culpability. Now, the action can always be evil, right? Murder is always evil. Mm-hmm. Um, but that'd be, that'd be uh, interesting game if somebody where... forces you to do it, then you're, it's diminished, right? Your culpability is diminished. That'd be a crazy game if, like, I don't know how it works, but you vote on the culpability of someone. We judge someone. Like, <laughs> oh, like oh, during the game you're playing, like, it goes black, and you don't know what happened, and you go back up, and it's like, what did I do? And then, or sometimes you are, you know, in control, and you kill someone, and then Ooh. you have to vote on the culpability. Yeah, of like, every... Like that, that could be Among Us too, or like, like, you know, um, you have like, say, oh, this is really getting into crazy things, but I'll do a safer example. Like, say you have money, 
And then every now and again, maybe somebody in the game can say, like, well, I have control over your money. I'm going to take three away if you don't do this. So, you know, there's a level of of duress there, right? If you if they take your, your hearts or your, your money, they may be forcing you to a little bit. And then, so, yeah, you can judge people, <laughs> their culp- how culpable they are. Dude. All right. This there is a go, good game. Develop right, that. I, Develop that so, game. I'm, I'm learning <laughs> Python, so I, and then Matt knows, like, HTML. So I think we can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you can do the graphics hey, for it. Well, Among Us was made by three people. I believe it's only one coder. So, All right, we got five here. We're good. We're good. <laughs> we got five. This is a little bit of a tangent, but I just want to say it anyway. Is on the topic of Among Us 2. Apparently, this game was like made back in 2018, like I said. And then the game had like a small cult following, but it wasn't anything to write home about. And the, the developers were like, okay, by 2021, we're going to make a sequel. But then it exploded this year. And they're just like, you know what? We're just going to update this game because apparently... <laughs> like, yeah, it's a better move. It's yeah, better move. It was the safer yeah. move. Now they're trying to make some merchandise for it and stuff. Yep. But like, and uh, if I remember correctly, the big thing they're working on Among Us Two was hide and seek. <gasps> they were going to add that as an official as mode. An official, official mode. mode. That's great. That's tight. That's tight. And yeah. then when the two people are left, then the other person they can kill each other. <laughs> that's hella funny. Anyway, that's a completely big tangent. But going back. Let's move real, real right quick. I, I I had this comment just hanging in here for for a little bit that it was in relation to what um, other folks were saying about okay, you know, you step into a world and or like how about if you don't know or if like or when Rens was asking what happens when when the emotions start going to a vice something vicious and that's why I think it's it's really important to know folks right to know mm-hmm. who you're playing with and you know if you're mm-hmm. responsible for that. And then, so also, like, maybe there's probably some themes that, you know, it's not good for kids to see. Like, okay, like, if all, if this is the only, like, if somebody who's forming their conscience, like, in, a, in formative years, and the only thing they know about telling the truth is their experience of, of Among Us, then it's probably not going to be great for, you know, that's not a great foundation for them, yeah. right? So they <laughs> want to be at this look at his face. Like, so that yeah. means we shouldn't <laughs> have kids play Heads Up 7 Up then. Is well, that no, right? but you get, no. So I'm I think kidding. that's 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 um that's a I think that's probably not a fair comparison because <laughs> that is a it's a safe context, right? And you are well, saying, right, okay, well, right, right. this is that what happens. Sense. We can see that it's a you know, but if um, it, it, we want to be careful with like, okay, well, are we showing them that okay, lying leads to good things and there's no repercussions or can we you know can we show them that okay well there's this is a game and there are repercussions to lying in real life and that's paralleled in this game right so you can get voted off a spaceship right if we highlight that right like if you're yeah true 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 yeah so i can teach our kids uh heads up seven up all right yeah but i'll I'll, uh, slowly add in when they get older and you know, more morally uh, able to build their conscience. I'll add voting off into heads up, seven up, and there you out. go. Yeah, <laughs> I think I want to start treading down like, like punishments. Yeah, I know I'm jumping around, but I think I want to like tread down this whole about like questioning, like you know, the moral and ethical uh, ramifications about sure. like either development or like just within the context of the game. So let's ask this question next. Uh, is it moral to vote off a suspect without 100% evidence in hopes of saving the majority? And this is a theme that can be seen in the game, but we could also think about this in real life when it comes to judicial systems and crimes. But So to be clear, it's we're in the game, right? And then we're yeah. 
Like, so you could answer put... two separate ways, like in the game, yeah. or if the answer is the same, just answer it general. In a yeah. high stress situation, like if you're actually the space, the the crewman in the spaceship, I could see your see the situation where not everyone is thinking clearly. So, so. everyone will have like high emotions about the situation, and it would be difficult to be able to calmly and rationally choose who the real imposter is among among us. So I'm going to take a mechanic well, from I think, I think getting rid of the root of the question is, is of, of whether or not you can vote somebody off if you're not 100% sure. I, I think we have to admit that that's murder on in this game, right? <laughs> like you are sending them to space without a space suit and, um, or throwing them into a vat of lava, right? Um, so like – no, murder is never acceptable. Um, with you know, I guess some people could say that. Okay, well, this was judgment. This was, you know, uh, I guess that's where you could start going with that. But but yeah, without certainty, it's it's it's, I would say, pretty immoral to vote somebody off. Um, so with but, cert- but this is a game. But with certainty, <laughs> within the context, so with the context of the game, you kind of have to. <laughs> but we're talking about morally and ethically. If yeah, you were in that same situation with real people, on the same situation with real people, and it wasn't a game, yeah, I would say no. There's no, there's no moral options. Just to say, you have to, you have to do the hard work, the more loving work of saying, okay, you know, maybe this puts us at risk, but we're gonna lock them into a room until we figure it out, right? Um, to not take the easy way out of like, well, I think they're, you know, fifty percent chance they're gonna kill us, so we're just gonna, um, so and this is explored. We're just gonna kill them, right? That's that's not that's that's not fair. That's not right. Um, but this theme is explored in in lots of like comic books in in movies, zombie movies you guys have touched on. Um, but place. yeah, no, murder, murder, not good. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna use that defense now if I get accused. I'm like, dude, Father Raj said you don't have a hundred percent sure. <laughs> Just lock me up. I'll, I'll stay in the corner and I won't do anything. Just let me live this game. And yeah, if you don't do anything, you're not doing tasks. Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. That's and then <laughs> And then you're gonna be if if you're not it and you say you're gonna be in this corner, then the the imposter knows where you are. <laughs> okay, that's true. Well, let me ask this. So, okay, now that we've laid the groundwork for the uh, Catholic social teaching on it, okay, I'll ask you guys personally what you guys think. Okay, when it comes to using, like, some people argue that you have to sacrifice certain people on the ship to gain certainty on who the imposter is in. What are you guys' perspectives on using a sacrificial pod like that to ensure victory of the game? Yes. Yes. My gut answer is yes. It's not me. Yeah, in the game. Just kidding. In the game, I say in the game it's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. Our, uh, one of our friends, uh, Sean, he's, uh, he was on the Harry Potter podcast, right? He, mm. he says, like, why end around without more information, right? So, like, as a strategy for the game, you always want to get more information. So mm. it's a wasted uh, turn not to, um, to find out something. Then I would right. vote for Sean off. Then in that situation, <laughs> that's enough. But the difference is, they still live in real life. <laughs> that's true. So so that's me, exactly. I yeah. mean, that's why it's so tough. To I mean, that's why it's easy, very easy to say like, okay, Catholic morality, and then the uh, game. But it's hard to go back and forth, right? Like, yeah. yeah. This is what makes it more different than like an episode like this, and a little bit more difficult than than like a straight through movie, right? Because. Because straight through movie, we have you know information or you know a universe 
But this one is like, okay, well, we're actually in it, and there's decisions and choices yeah. that, that we're making. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I think that's one of the things that I really wanted to explore when we decided to do this topic is comparing and contrasting the two different experiences. Me as the player playing a video game and what if I really was the spaceman in the ship <laughs> and kind of like showing that these decisions would be different because there's a different experience with each context. Yeah, yeah because, because one, you know, is a game yeah. and the other one is presumably real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And that's what we like to do. We like to immerse ourselves in fiction. I mean, the movies aren't real either, but we like to dissect their actions as if they were real, and if they were people. But but yeah. the, the I guess I guess what I'm saying is that the difference yeah. is that in a move when we when we put ourselves into a movie, yeah. the people in the movie know don't think they're in a movie. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, yeah. But when we're playing, but when we're playing a game, we know we're in a game, right? Yeah. So, those are the two differences of like um, you can explore a universe with a universe that is just its own universe, right? Like, and those, yeah. and you immerse yourself in in that moment. But then to to yeah, it's different being a participant in the universe than a bystander. Yep. Unless you get into something weird like Black Mirror's Bandersnatch. And you're oh, actually yeah, participating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Haven't we done Black Mirror and... episodes yet? That could be like universes <laughs> per, for specific episodes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's a good one too. We could do that. But, but yeah, like, and comment, think, subscribe. Yeah, <laughs> and then are. also to add to it, like, you know, it's funny. There's this concept of a suspension of disbelief in movies, right? And like as Raj said, it's really easy to like kind of suspend your disbelief in a movie. Um, and be like, ah, that that's in the movie universe. That can't happen in you know real life. But you know, you've seen people where they take it seriously. Like, man, if you know those spaceships in Star Wars, uh, they you can't they can't make a sound in space, so it makes no sense why there's sound, and then they get caught up in it. Or like the Cinema Sins guy, and you get so distracted because <laughs> they try to <laughs> extract like every little thing it. that's wrong with it. And it gets annoying because it's like, dude, like. Suspension disbelief. It's a universe. They're not aware of the mechanics. The, these space scenes would be boring if there was no sound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there won't be any fire. There's nothing. Yep. There's nothing. Yeah, but that, no and that's what, yeah, mm -hmm. and that's the joy of the medium of video games, where it it does kind of blur that line. You know, you do yeah. get a little bit of it, in it so it it gets a little messier. As Raj yeah. said. Yeah. Well, going off the subject of our comparison to like film and movies, uh, in Among Us, we see themes of accusing others of subversion without proper regard for evidence. What other games, books, and other media have a similar premise to Among Us? And how can these games speak to our society and culture today? The Thing. The Thing is pretty much Among Us, but set in Antarctica? Is that where they're at? I forget. It's been oh, frozen no, I tundra. I have frozen I tundra. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's pretty much the exact same thing. Like a alien who is not a parasite, but just takes over, transforms themselves to look like a person, and just tries to deceive everybody to so that they can escape. Mm. Um, uh, I remember watching this. Wait, is this a remake in 2011, or is that the original? There was a remake. There is a board game. There's a board game. They were, I didn't know. That. There is a board game. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, nice, but yeah, the the original one had um, Snake Plissken, Escape from L.A. That guy, um, Ego from Guardians too. Um, but yeah, like I forgot the question. Uh, examples <laughs> of like similar concept among well, us, and kind of like what we can learn about well, our the, culture from if it. You, if you take if you just focus in on the the trial aspect and um kicking off people like 
uh, like executing people without evidence go back to like your what was I don't know even if they do this in like middle school or high school anymore but the crucible when you're oh. when you're dealing mm-hmm. with like the the whole story about the the play by Arthur Miller about the mm-hmm. the Salem witch trials and peep the whole hysteria about the witches among us and mm-hmm. that Dang. being used to manipulate the manipulate and still fear among uh, among all the Puritan community in Massachusetts and then um, just accusing people left to right like you're the witch I'll, um, kill you or kill you and it's it, it ends up if you if you focus in on that and among us you get a little microcosm of like something but then in a much more real like sense of what what would have happened yeah it reminds me of uh i know it's not the best uh analogy but i remember uh there's a seminarian who loved wittgenstein wittgenstein uh, sure. yeah how does that pronounce and then there was a, a professor there so a uh, very interesting professor that I time that taught philosophy while Father Raj and I were in seminary. Uh, but they talked about this concept of like beetle in a box. And it's usually tied into language, right? Like, how, is there such thing as a private language? You know, we have like, if I have like, and I'm probably butchering it. And I wish the ghost of Ian would come in and help me with this task of <laughs> <laughs> describing this. He's not, oh my gosh, but he's not in the context of the game. He's, he's still alive. But, uh, uh, you know, the idea of beetle in a box is like, you know, you have a box inside, and you're the one that can look at it. You understand it, and you describe a box, the beetle, and someone else, you know, doesn't know what's in there. But you're kind of talking the same way about describing a beetle, and eventually you get to the point where, like, you can't talk about a beetle if you don't both have this understanding of beetle. Um, and I think it's probably the really bad analogy, but I think there's this sub- fundamental, like, like I said earlier, uh, the Salem witch trials. Like, I have a truth. I want to. I want to speak this language about how I perceive that this person is a witch. I've seen that. And then other people are like, oh, yeah, I, I didn't see it, but we're both talking about this person to be a witch. And I, I suspect that this person was electric and it's corroborating my idea of it. And you start to build this truth and you get really passionate about like describing what you think and accusing this person in the game or any social deduction game or the Salem witch trials. Um, and as a person on the other side, like you know that you're not this you know that you're not a witch and it gets really scary and you get really passionate and you try to defend yourself but if so many people accuse you then it gets gets heated you know and it, it gets scary when you like think that you are building this truth when it's not in fact true and, and that's kind of sad about the sale which i remember reading crucible like you get frustrated at these like three girls who create the story uh and get the whole village to believe in them and innocent people are killed and like now i'm heated like i don't think about all the times when i was accused and among us wrongfully and but I forgave and it's okay. Uh, like that you, happened. That happened like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to? Um, do you, Do you have anything you want? You want to say, Ren? Some yeah, yeah. I forgive you, Mark. You're, you're even though we're both wearing red and we're both sus. It's okay. <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, you guys are using some really good, like, kind of uh, real good, like intense examples, and yeah, definitely some like kind of. Uh, uh, yeah, intense is probably the best way. You know, Salem witch trials or or those things. The, the, the first thing that popped into my mind was like, um, like telenovelas or like, oh. like, <laughs> or like soap operas or like mm. even teen dramas that have, yeah. um, you know, like people have just a little bit of information and they're already making big bold decisions. I, I think the the one that's just sticking out to me right now is 
is this is going to be like in 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 context of other things that you guys have mentioned already this is going to be sound really really silly but like the, the, what i thought of was cobra kai right oh, like, oh anybody who's seen it anybody wait, wait, who's wait, seen hold it, on we're only on episode four my wife and i are you gonna spoil anything or should i um, no, I, I'll speak you to it in generalities. Okay, so I, I, um, I won't. I won't spoil it. I just wish. I just wish they would pick up a phone. I wish not, anybody in that show <laughs> would just pick up a phone and yep. like yep. and like hash it out, <laughs> rather than just like be like so certain that what their perspective is yep. is correct, and therefore I have the right to do whatever I want to this other person because my truth is totally um you know so like it's it, there's this need we see it in so many we see it in shakespeare so many shakespearean stories we see it in 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 um what you do about you know nothing. tragedies mythologies all these things all these stories where like people only it's the danger of partial truths right yeah. mm-hmm. um that if we think we know a little bit uh and we and we weaponize that to vote somebody off of the island or vote somebody off of uh, the spaceship, it's it's incredibly yeah. uh, dangerous. And to add to that, I think that's the again the appeal of Among Us is because we watch these movies and shows and we love it. Like that's why we stay on a lot of Netflix shows because we're trying to figure out who's the bad guy, what's going to happen. As Mark said, the detective work. But with Among Us, we we can take a part in it. Like oh yeah, now mm-hmm. I. I'm in the story of this game and I get to try to figure out who it is and I'm the protagonist and I get to be, or I'm the bad guy. And then you can actually influence it. And when you get it right, it feels good. When you get it wrong, <laughs> you can feel good, but not that long. Sometimes you feel when, good. Sometimes you don't. Most of the well, time I guess that, that goes to Matt's question about well, what, what does that have to offer society today, right? Well, we can see what happens when, when things go wrong. And so hopefully we can try and avoid that, right? Like, so when, when you're saying, Rand, say, yeah, there's something good when we can accomplish it together and be successful. And, okay, we saved the ship and, and um, you know, we did that together, even amidst other people's lying, even amidst other people's treachery. Um, you know, there's those games where it's like, you know, even if you're playing the imposter or maybe the imposter says it to you, like, no, I'm just, uh, you know, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you guys that you guys were able to do this because even though I tried this and this and this, wow, you guys were able to do it, right? Um, you guys were able to win and succeed. And, and there's something to be said about that. We can see in that some virtue, right? Like, and, but we also see the, the negative, like, hopefully, we can see, like, okay, if, if, if people don't get on the same page, if people don't communicate, or if um, we allow ourselves to be deceived, then um then very horrible and traumatic things will happen. Yeah. I know I get this random mem- uh, image of I don't know what movie it is. Maybe it's Jodie Foster, but like there's aliens and at like at the end scene like it's the uh, this little kid that or young boy that's been her like ally the whole time. And it's like about aliens and stuff like that like that you trusted and at the end like he's an alien. And he like bends his legs and walks backward. Is that what it, oh my gosh! I wish. Oh, I about spoiler um, alert! That's contact, right? Oh dang yeah, it! It is contact. Wow. Yeah, contact. Okay, yeah. There, there's like a twenty year rule, right? To spoilers, Cobra Kai just came out. <laughs> what? That was yeah. That... Yeah, you're within twenty. You made the twenty year limit. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> ninety seven. It came out. It came out in ninety seven. Sweet. Wow. Yeah, really? Sorry. That's quite Good movie. A contact. As well. Yes. I feel like we've been talking about a lot about like, you know, like lies and deception and a lot of the concept that came from that is the idea of being hypothetically the imposter and lying for self-preservation and lying so that you can succeed. And this is, I guess, beyond the scope of the game, but 
I came up with this question and I thought it would be interesting to kind of tackle just because we're dealing with sort of the themes of the game. But one of the questions that I wanted to ask is, is there such thing as a righteous lie? Like, for instance, lying in order to save someone from death. Like somebody comes in and they're looking for like someone in my house and then I tell them, oh, they're not like, they're not here. But I'm saying that in doing so to prevent them from being killed. Like, is that something? So, that... like the like the scene in um, Avatar when the 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 firebenders are coming into the Southern Water tri- Tribe looking for the last waterbender of the Southern Water Tribe, mm. and Kaya goes. <laughs> JP is nodding his, his face, and she gets because killed he's never seen the show. <laughs> I have no, no idea what you guys are talking about. Is that, is that twenty? Is that twenty years? <laughs> oh no! no I think that's twenty years. Oh, no. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh. I'm glad Matt talked over that because then we just bleep up. Don't save JP from hearing it. He just heard it. <laughs> we just like cut Ian's voice in. Spoilers. <laughs> Oh, that's that'd be a great. Okay, we're gonna because famine fest, Father Raj. I'm very impressed with your sound bites. I think we, I think our, our stings, yeah. yeah, we have zero, and I feel like we should have more. Yeah. The yeah, Among Us counter. Get some, what's, get some stings. What's the Among Us counter? I don't know what we're at. Ding. <laughs> All right. Oh man, it should be the emergency yeah, button I, every time. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Father. No, I was just gonna. Say, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, I, I this question is is hard to tackle in one episode right like, i mean this is a moral question that folks have we have debate you know theologians have debates about it but i mean i think the catechism is pretty clear the act of lying because it 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 um it perverts the truth and and if god is truth uh the act of lying itself is always evil right the, the, the things are going to be that are going to diminish that and we're not we're talking about not within a game now right because that that's different yeah but in in real life um we are always called most theologians augustine aquinas all um you know that will will say that we have a responsibility to speak the truth right to not lie even and so this is where a lot of people will push back even if that means um, saving somebody else's life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think John the Cross, and and we can you can correct my citations on this, but I think he'll say, you know, um, with a with like a really profound faith and eschatology, say it's better for the person to die and die, um, you know, righteously than uh, the person to risk their soul by 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 entering into a moral evil of lying. And that sounds super intense, but but I guess the the catechism like I think spends like 50 paragraphs on truth and lying, right? Like it's one of the topics wow. that it's covered a lot. Um but the, um so so then what can you do in a situation where it's so like uh, the catechism makes clear that that um Although we have a responsibility to tell the truth at all times, those who ask us questions do not use, universally have a right to know everything, mm. right? Um, mm. I think that's I, I think that's what the catechism says, and we can check those sources and maybe post them. But um, so, can you say certain things that that maybe um, not for deception, but because you're just speaking truth that uh, that or so can you say certain things that that don't um, put somebody else at jeopardy? Yeah, uh, there's a prudent call there of like I'm not going to share information that is not mine to share or or that is unimportant. So in that example of like you know hiding the 
Well, I don't want to do a spoiler alert. Sorry, I don't want to get back <laughs> to a spoiler about Avatar. Hiding uh, the Earthbender. The Earthbender. Yeah, basically. Uh, but, uh, hiding someone in this other TV show um, <laughs> to save their life. Um, it, you know, can you do other things? Can you can you make the make the maybe tougher choice of like, well, um, I am going to distract them, or I'm going to make a sacrifice that causes them to not. Um, to to for to to help the other person get away, right? Or to say, or just to be silent and suffer the consequences of that silence. That could mm. be the the most moral thing to do, right? Yeah, yeah, and um, probably I, I don't know if you kind of just about, but like omission omission of truth it can be different than outwardly projecting a lie and an idea. You know, withholding something well, again, like because you said you don't they don't need to have the, all the information, all the pieces, and that silence, a lot of things, you know, could could benefit from just being silent. Yeah, I agree that this could be a, <laughs> this could be a whole podcast. This could be yeah. the whole entire you know, podcast. <laughs> you know what our generation loves is like, they love hearing some sort of snippet of a truth or a rule. And then they like think about all these scenarios. What about this scenario? What about this scenario? And then, uh, you know, for everyone out there that's listening, you know, we don't, you know, feel free. They can apply those scenarios, but as we talked about, you know, there's a lot more. It's it's sometimes it's not black and white. You know, I think about Anne Frank. You know, the, lo- the beloved true hiding of someone. You know, we just went in Amsterdam. My mom went to that house, and you just feel emotionally drawn. If you've read the the books, like you just know that yeah, it feels like it was a good thing that they were hidden for as long as they were, and and they produced the the book uh, and her diaries. Again, p- posting someone's diary in, for public consumption, that's a whole other story. But, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, you just think about the scenarios and it gets messy, you know. Um, but how do we move ourselves? Because at the end of the day, what is truth? Yeah. I think the it goes back to something me and my brother really, like, <laughs> wanted to accomplish with Truly Universal in its inception. And one of the things that we wanted to accomplish was not necessarily for people to listen to this podcast and expect to have the definitive answers for everything. But what we wanted to do is kind of make people hungry to seek more knowledge because mm. they start questioning things more, even when they are watching fiction or playing video games or doing anything in their life just to start asking more of the important questions in life and the important truths and knowledge is that they should want to seek. But yep. like, should I vote Mark off because I feel revenge or should I let him play and survive this game? That's an important question. I have to ask and should I vote Rent now. in retaliation because he, he plans to do such things allegedly. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> Unprovoked. That's like getting into my minority report. Like based on your past history, that we, my brain believes that you are ninety nine percent likely that you will commit this crime. So let's vote you off. <laughs> okay, let's let's uh, slope down into some lighter. Well, I don't know if this question is lighter, but like I'm gonna ask two more questions. <laughs> different and questions we'll for today. It will be. A this is question. a different kind of question, and I laughed at this concept because I think my brother came up with it, but. In speaking of voting people off and people being killed by the imposter and becoming ghosts, I wanted to ask, in the game, the players who have been killed by the imposter remain as ghosts to perform tasks to help the crew, even though they're dead. So how does that fit in with the Catholic understanding of life after death? Oh, man. You touched on this. This is just open to Especially with spook, spooky in, Halloween. In the world of Among Us, would be your ghost form be considered purgatory? Like, this is your... Unfinished business as your unfinished business. and the phantoms would talk about. Because you immediately... You would fa- you'd be facing judgment as soon as you 
dead, right? Your particular judgment? Is that... Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, I know we're saying not definitive answers, but do you want me to give you um, some some clear answers from the teaching of the church? No, it's actually not. It's not clear, right? The church has never um, given a um, you know a moral or like a definitive uh, response to whether or not ghosts exist or not. But I mean, I think um, I, I, there are so many um, truths out there that we can we can. Um, observe or that have been observed in history in the lives of the saints, even in sacred scripture, right? I, th- I think there's this notion of, um, uh, for those of you that uh, have need a reason to get back into your Bible, go go check out the Witch of Endor, right? In, um, in, in, in I think it's, um, you know, Samuel or, or something, but, but there's, uh, uh, it, it's this notion of, or there, there's presented like somebody who has died being able to communicate with with um people on earth right mm-hmm. and um we we see it in other parts of scripture right where um uh you know somebody who is who is in hell wants to warn his family members mm-hmm. about what they you know um uh you know to to live a good life all so is is it possible and i think i think the church will say that it, it indeed is possible for those who are either in heaven hell or purgatory to be where they are. They're not leaving from where they are, mm-hmm. but somehow be allowed to communicate with us here on earth. And um, and what can they affect, right? Can they affect buildings or material objects? Well, I mean, I think we've seen in in the testimonies of so many that yeah, they have a they can have a supernatural effect um, that that uh, that affects us in this world, right? And yep. um, and so. Yeah, they can. They're judged. You're right, um, Mark. They're judged. Uh, souls are judged at death, but whether they're in hell, heaven, or, or purgatory, um, I think there's evidence to show that they can um, manifest some kind of, um, uh, you know, uh, they can manifest themselves here on earth, even though they're already in heaven, hell, or, or purgatory. My hot take, or good take, is that. <laughs> You know, there's not, they aren't ghosts. They, they're they martyrs and became saints. And, you know, just like how every saint needs a miracle attributed to them to be assigned to the uh, – if you didn't know that, like every saint has some sort of like physical miracle assigned to – not assigned but attributed to them. And, you know, we're just filling out our miracles, you know, just to be canonized cyan, Saint Cyan's in this universe. Nice. <laughs> nice. I like that. So, so animating wires to – Connect to each other. The the miracle yeah. of admin swipe. <laughs> yeah. Of getting or, your med- medical scan. Yeah. Yep. Body scan. A body yep. scan without a body. Because incorruptible. Incorruptibles. Right. That's the. But yeah. So for for folks that want to hear it, are ghosts um are are ghosts real? Well, the church has doesn't have a definite decision, but they're real enough to um, to, you know, shoot some asteroids. So. <laughs> That's it. That's the evidence. That's all we need. That's all we need. All right. Okay. We'll end with something really light. Just because I believe this is the first video game we've done on Truly Universal. Uh, I think. I don't think so. Animal oh, Crossing? sorry. Animal Crossing. Po- Pokemon. Well, Pokemon was. We kind of talked about the anime movie. Pokemon uh, was okay. everything. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but if we were to tackle more video games in the future, what's a video game series that mm. you would be wanting us to tackle? Mm. I've always. Uh, my top two uh, Assassin's Creed. 
because it's a weird lore with like genetics and talks about Adam and Eve and like different. Yeah, the aliens. Catholic Church is the involved. The Catholic Church in is it. involved. It's it's not crazy. Not in the best way, but <laughs> yeah, not in the best light. Uh, that's one. Um, and then I don't know. Uh, I've just been on a learning about StarCraft too, so I I don't know. That's just a, it's a hot hot item right now. Zelda and Final Fantasy. Oh, I love to yeah, do Zelda. Good. Zelda has some hard like. It like originally it was built on a lot of Christian Catholic themes. What? Um, Tetris? No. I mean, a pretty short episode. Um, no, I don't know. I, I, um, I think a lot of a lots of great video games. Um, their power is in their storytelling. So, and 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 in storytelling, you have good characters that you can explore. So. Um, yeah, gosh, there's so there's so many. I mean, you could do you could do the Mario thing, but that's like the, the, there's tons. There's yeah, tons of stuff to talk about Mario. The, the live action Mario, right? with Mario. Yeah. Pikmin. I'm a really big fan of Pikmin. Oh, I love Pikmin. Um, I love Pikmin. Banjo, uh, Banjo Kazooie, and you could talk about um, you know the relationship bond. Um, you could talk Mega Man, and you could talk about fatherhood. I don't know. Sorry, I'm just listing off a bunch of. I didn't think that even really things. just has theme. We could really yes. talk about. Right. Totally. Well, let us know. And if you, our listener, have a suggestion of a future episode we'd like to do, uh, send us a comment. Uh, DM us on Instagram or send us an email at UrbanPick. With that, we're going to, I guess, play a session of Among Us Ourselves. So uh, we'll catch you guys on that uh, playthrough. Uh, signing off, this is Matt. Mark. Rinse. JP. <laughs> thank you all for listening to this episode of truly universal on among us truly universal is a production of urban picks all things to all theme song by demi guevara audio production by ethan poe and outro song by chris kabilis you can find all of our content on our website www.urbanpicks.com slash truly universal please like and subscribe to us on wherever you get your podcasts if you want to contact us send us an email at truly at urbanpicks.com thanks everybody we'll see you next time